about that. I was just reading a truly thoughtful Boston Globe article by a man named Cullen. He wrote about the time he performed CPR on a sick abandoned puppy. And his writing is so detailed, he makes me feel as if I was there, even though obviously that's a lie. Anyway, I'm a big fan of the show. I'd love a chance to come on and promote my own kit for silky smooth leg shaving. <laughs> it's only 45 minutes, all about a great product, including easy at-home bikini waxing. Ooh. So hit me up when you want to hear all about it. Thanks, guys. Welcome to a super fan roundtable on the week's events in the world of Kirk Menahan. This is the Menafan Show. She sends me a DM saying, I worked really hard on this message. I'm really proud of it, but I'm nervous. I just want to make sure it's good. Can you, can you listen to it before you play it? So I'm thinking, nice lady, very kind, never has a bad word to say on Twitter. And I hit those first three seconds and oh my God, we're talking <laughs> Elaine Bennis territory. That's right. This is my chair. This is this is the you're stealing my fucking joke already. But this was a uh, this is like that. How many of my lines have you stole to go uh, on that okay. uh, coattail Robin prick? Uh, co coattails grabbing Gary. But it is it was the, it was the Seinfeld episode in real life acted out in real life. I mean, I was I, I you, you you emailed that to me and you're like, dude, you yep. gotta check out this this voicemail that we got. So I'm like like thinking, okay, it's gonna be some schmuck you calling in, just giving a shit or whatever. And I'm listening to it. My jaw drops. I'm like, this is what well, she, she's welcome on any time. It's only <laughs> if, if only we could video stream our podcast. If, if only right. we could figure out a way to do that. Maybe we can have her on the next mic in the minifans. That way we can live stream, uh, live stream it. But that was great. All the inside jokes, the leg shaving kit. <laughs> that was <laughs> minifans gone sexy. That's right. That's that, that, that. And for those of you that say that our, our tone uh, only applies to toxic masculinity and a male audience, go F yourselves because clearly we have plenty of female listeners that enjoy our our bravery and our thoughtfulness uh, and that's our investigative right. work. So, you know, I would say uh, that's a, that is a props to us. And I know that um, there's other folks that have given us props pretty, uh, pretty recently. So there is somebody else who gave us some props. I don't think I do. I mean, I'm going to get kicked out of here in like five minutes. So I don't, you know, I don't want to piss anybody off, especially the people at Mix. Um, is there anything else? I don't think Maybe. so. I feel like there is, but I forgot it. God damn it. That frustrates me. Mm, me too. Um, Get it yeah, together. We'll, we'll continue to do that. And we are continuing to dig on some other stuff. Me and my team, my crack team. <laughs> uh, and I will say congratulations, by the way, to the Minifan podcast guys for 100,000 uh, downloads. That's impressive. Um, not so much for them, but really it shows the kind of I have that, you know, um, two nobodies can, can do a podcast with 100,000 <laughs> downloads. That shows the appetite for me. You think the... In, in, radio personality X, local radio personality anywhere in America would get that kind of reaction. No fucking chance. I'm not even on the air. Mike Francis uh, doesn't even. Those have guys a are doing a good job, and I actually find entertaining. They're doing a good job with their it's podcast. Got so it's Blind Mike, that whole network that they have, yeah. which I would like to basically. What about know, on tap? Bring into my world. And that was a mm. pitch I had. Oh yeah, you know what? Let's do that for a few minutes. <clears throat> I'll take you because I do have a few minutes. Um. So this radio.com sports network, I guess That's is what right. they're calling it. Uh, they want me to do my show 
So we're starting at the end of the summer for a couple of hours on that. Like in this like world with the Scalabrini shows and the other shows that I'm clearly going to like eventually mock and drive everybody crazy with. <laughs> Maybe that's My pitch goal. was to well, let them do their thing. And if you like that stuff, go listen to it. Welcome to the Taz Show. If you like basketball talk, stop fucking drinking, Kirk. Ryan Scalabrini. If you like football talk, Jason Lockett, whoever it is, John Heyman, I don't know who's doing it, whatever, whoever it is. That's ah. cool. I'm probably not the best fit in there. It's just a guess. <laughs> um, so my pitch was this is like a total, we have total freedom, basically. We don't, we don't have to be locked into a network or a station. Just give me my own station. That's kind of what I thought I was ha- going to have in November anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, like Stern has or whoever, Mad Dog, I guess. You know, and I would do the show there. You get the show every day on that network. Um, you get my podcasts on there. Oh. You get the subset podcast. I'm doing investigative stuff, some other long form stuff, things like I just mentioned. Don't be a wise guy. Um, and then some other guys as well. I imagine my producer would do a podcast. Maybe the guys from this, you know, who are who are working on doing parody stuff. Though their their world as well may come here, where it's kind of this ongoing 24 hour a day thing, where it's its own network. I feel like that'd be a much better fit. There's some resistance there, so I'd be curious for your feedback as well. Uh, tweet Christ at me at Kirkman. Let me know what you think of that. Some other stuff as well. Um, and I'll keep you updated on that. The other invest. No, I think he said he said enough. Yeah, that's enough. Well, what do you guys think? Do you want to see something like that? I all I gotta say is that I think Kirk on something called Radio.com Sports. I think I I can't see any problems at all with that. In fact, when I listen to enough about me, the first thing I think of is, wow, this is really thoughtful, engaging sports content. I'm so happy uh, to listen. Like Kirk's podcast today, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. In between dissecting the Globe articles and the Herald articles, I lo- I thought the sports talk was really poignant, really great stuff. I think that I think he fit in perfectly over there i can't see any problems at all i'm thinking that they might have heard friday's podcast and not gotten the joke because he did talk about one team scoring a goal more than another team scoring a goal and then cutting off his own penis and that might have gotten them the clue because i think that's what lock and four has done as well well, you know what? I think, yeah, I, th- I think they couldn't understand the sarcasm. I think they actually have done studies uh, since we, I think you, you told me DEC a little behind the scenes. Let's just Joe Rogan style this. We'll just talk about whatever. <laughs> and so, so, okay, that's what we're going to do. Have you read that article um, where they've done studies that show that people who have trouble understanding satire and parody um, are usually equated to folks with lower intelligence? Um, little pro right. tip for, 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 for Twitter, uh, because Twitter just banned the AOC uh, chatbot. I'm sorry for you. Um, the AOC parody account just got banned. The Alexander Great Ocasio-Cortez. parody account, by the way. Great parody account uh, got banned by the, uh, the the Twitter Nazis and and the uh, the uh, the elites on there because for I don't know fucking why it's a it's a threat to you you come at one of us you come at all of us it is a threat we are under attack we are a persecuted group DEC in this country mm-hmm. parody accounts right this whole sports thing just fucking blows my mind that anyone would even want to talk sports and and what's kind of funny is that if we were going to go with our guest tonight, we would have had to talk sports. Well, I guess a little bit. And I had some questions for him. And why is Carl Yastrzemski a crusty prick who likes to smoke and had a bad mustache in 1979? Greg Dickerson in a, uh, in a uh, unfortunate turn of events. Um, in an unprecedented move. And, uh, yes, a completely unprecedented move, totally out of character. Um, took, took us by complete shock and, and surprise that we, when we found out 20 minutes uh, prior to taping, uh, that unfortunately he could not make it tonight. Um, 
you know, it's okay. Uh, you know, this is only a second time in a row this has happened. Um, so again, not a huge deal. Not like we had uh, put the tweet uh, the tweet out on Twitter to get some 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 questions and feedback, and people were expecting it. It's okay. Um, n- not a huge deal. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on, on big time Dickerson uh, dicking us over again? I mean, it's fine. I I was just curious to talk to him because he's another person that I have no business having a conversation with because I'm a nobody. But I would like to According ask, to Kirk, yes. According to Kirk. But I would Which like I, yeah, I've got are. some questions about him because I was a longtime listener of that old show from the mid two thousands. Yeah. And just, you know, getting thrown off the show for Felger when before Felger was on the sports hub and getting thrown off the Boston Celtics yeah. and doing the baseball show. For Abby Chin. Yeah. For Abby Chin. He also does an incredible She's everything way. though. She's so intelligent. I can't imagine why they would hire her other than her intelligence. I watch her with the sound down. <laughs> Does that compare to that? Yeah, there, there's nothing good coming out of her mouth. But Greg has said that he will uh, be on hopefully next week. Um, I think if I will- could find some time next week, I will be on the show. He's got, I mean, to be fair, he's got a very busy schedule doing that job that he doesn't tell anyone about uh, and uh, coaching, uh, I think, his kid's baseball team, um, right. which I guess is having a game uh, until 9 o'clock tonight <laughs> or after 9 o'clock tonight. Um, at least that's what I was uh, <laughs> under the impression of. Under the lights. Yeah, under the nights. Little, under the lights. Little, little uh, nighttime baseball league. I, you know, hey. To each their own. I, I could maybe nine o'clock's a little late on a school night for your kid to be up, but whatever. To each their own. We'll we'll try to get Greg on uh, next week, and I, you know, would have been fun to have him on and shoot the shit and talk about uh, mental health and all that good stuff yeah, and his experiences because he legit has some problems. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We're busting balls, and we know that Greg that we like you and that we 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 would love to have you on. It would it would be a fun podcast for sure. Um, so hopefully nothing more serious is happening, and hopefully we can uh, we can get Greg on the podcast uh, next week. I was gonna play this potentially next week, but I played uh, I played that Mark Moroso voicemail, and I uh, I enhanced it a little bit in light of uh, Mark's interesting Twitter comments. For those of you that uh, are on Twitter. Um, there's been a bit of a turn. The worm, the proverbial worm, has turned and and, and soured on Mark Moroso uh, to the point that now he is feeling persecuted, uh, bullied, much maligned. Uh, that he is being discriminated against for being a POS, which is don't it's person of size. Come on, let's not get get your head out of the gutter. Person of size, not piece of shit. Person of size, and he's feeling a little bit down. And uh, he has agreed to come on the podcast and have it out with the biggest bully in the business, uh, douchebag DEC over Drunk here. Drunk Eric Curtis. That's right. Uh, and he's going to come back on make our first. Our, I just realized this is our first repeat guest, and it's not John Featherston, the guy that gave us the highest numbers that we've ever had in the existence of this podcast, which has now eclipsed 100,000 downloads. Thank you guys so much um, to the listeners for that. It's Mark motherfucking Moranso is coming onto our podcast for a second. And why time. is it me that he's focused on? Why isn't he focused on you? Am I the one who's been <sighs> DEC? DEC, because because you're at the at your core, you're a nice guy, and he knows I'm not a nice guy, not even close. But so he thinks I'm a nice guy. He thinks you're a nice guy, but you are still you're pretty nice. You're not. You're not. Okay, let's put it. Th- let me put it differently. You're a sane person. Okay, like yes. if, if he brought beef against me, he knows that I would 
I would ruin him. It'd be my every, it'd be my every waking thought. I, I I wish more people gave me beef so that I could ruin them. But anyway, that's beyond the point. He's really um, underestimating me. I, well, I, I agree. After see, so so I actually got DMs from people, um, people who remained unnamed, but they are unpaid, um, unpaid consultants to the Minifan show. Um, right. And they and they and he told me, listen, like I love DEC. I just want him to go to that next level. I want him to just unleash. And after your rant last week, I got DMs saying. That was what I needed to see from DEC, that passion, that fire. He completely unleashed, and it was great. So I thought it was fucking excellent, that rant great. went on last week. You know, I think he's got a problem with me because I'm a faceless, anonymous Twitter account hiding behind a veil of secrecy, a lot like people like PFT Commenter. KFC. KFC, El Prez. Uh, there's a lot of people like this. Also, it's not that I've been on a YouTube channel showing my face without <laughs> without sunglasses on, and I haven't talked about being a traffic reporter in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. It's not like you could put two and two together to get an idea who I am. Well, uh, to each their own, but let's hear, do we want to listen and preview, give a little yeah. preview for Mark Moroso coming at you next week. Uh, this is This message is from Drunk Eric Curtis. This is Mark Moroso Jr. calling in, and I've had just about enough of I had just about enough of you bashing me on Twitter. <laughs> I, I want to let you know you have no clue what goes on Yeehaw! down at WDEF, and you never will because you are a parody account who hides behind a veil. Country 93.7. I'll challenge you to a fight any day if you dare show your face. You stay out of my way with Kirk. You stay out of my way. He's got a lot going on right now because tomorrow at uh, Kate's Deli, he's got to go pick up pizza bagels for the Hillman. And, and having spent 10 minutes listening to the Hillman morning show, I can tell why they need 74 producers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a raging dick that guy is. Um, the single mom uh, 54 plus crowd really, really seems to get off to him. And, uh, you know, I, I do you think that Hillman could pick out Mark Moroso in a police lineup. He has no idea that guy's working on the show. Only, only if it's from, only if he's shirtless. I think maybe, possibly, um, because I think he sees more like shapes of producers <laughs> than like faces. So you know, if you turn the lights off and cast a shadow, then maybe I think he could pick out Mark Moroso. But otherwise, I have no idea. I have no idea if he if he even could. Um, but hey, you know that's what happens. You pay each person, you know. Eight twenty-five an hour, uh, and 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 you, you can you can get the work done for paying one person, you know, eighty thousand dollars a year. So, I guess that's their business model, and they're sticking to it. But so next week, Mark Moroso uh, will make his debut, his triumphant return to by, the Minifan By the way, podcast. he's not DMing me, even though he can and has in the past. He's not DMing me. He's going directly to you, talking about me to you, thinking it's not going to get back to me. And he's playing disco music that you have to use Molly to get through on Kirk's podcast. Ooh. This is a guy who's got the worst radio instincts I've ever heard. So if I'm thinking about running Kirk Minahan's podcast, I'm thinking about what he likes. He talked today about Bruce Springsteen. He talked about John Mellencamp. So Kirk's type of music is folkish Americana. I'm thinking you can't get and that yacht music. Rock. What's that? And Yacht Rock. Oh, Yacht Rock, but... I'm thinking Americana as some type of theme. I'm sure you can get a royalty-free song around that theme to get that. There's nothing like 
house music or whatever the hell that that was EDM, today. I, yeah. I, I almost fell out of my car. I was off to get a coffee, and I heard that. And I'm like, Christ, this guy has got to go. Well, no, he, I think he's uh, honestly, well, maybe this is giving him too much credit. I think he's honestly trolling us. I, I really do. So he's uh, going to ruin a podcast by trolling us. Ah, you think he's ruining small... it? He's not. It's just the intro. It's not ruining it. It was funny. It's I bad. laughed because I knew that he probably was sitting there thinking, <laughs> it would be so funny if I had, if I throw the listeners by, by putting this stupid song at the beginning of the podcast. I think so, it would be funny. I'd I make was it more funny. Thinking, <laughs> I was more thinking his voice was like Kissel from the Jerky Boys. Yeah. That's how I picture him. Like, ah, ah, <laughs> I'm really going to get. Drunk Eric Curtis pissed off at this. Let's, let's play this EDM music. That's a good Rich Keefe, actually. Uh, Rich Keefe, by the way, who apparently the Entercom burners are making a big push for positive PR. Uh, I'm getting from my sources uh, that, that Rich Keefe is the flavor of the month when it comes to defending the wall. Uh, that that it seems that we talked about the worm turning on Moroso, uh, or as you would call him, Moronso. Um, the worm has turned on Keefe. Keith, and uh, there is a push from the intercom burners to try but and. He's a nice guy. Yeah, but that's exactly what they he keep saying. He's a nice guy. Hey, you know what? Keith's a nice guy. Maybe it's time we lay off a little bit. He's a nice guy, you know. Uh, so we can we can lay off Keith a little bit. He's have you, have you heard by the way he's a nice guy? Yes, I heard he's a very nice guy, and that's worth uh, just keeping him on to be a human wrecking ball in ratings. That's right, you know. And it does. And, and and beyond the fact is that he's a nice guy. I keep hearing that he's a nice guy. And it's been a blast. I think the show has been a lot of fun. So there's there's a lot that I'm upset about today. Obviously, <laughs> you know, we've got the, uh, the Dickerson bailing on us, which I was really looking forward to because, you know, uh, because two podcasts back to back of of, of of just you and me, um, you know, eventually I'm going to have to direct my anger at somebody and I don't want to get into a fight with you. Um, and you won't uh, win that. Fight. <laughs> I see. <laughs> 245, I, six foot two. The, I do not want to direct my anger there. I'd rather direct my anger to radio.com. And I know we're going to get into this in a second, into into our our, our last minute show idea. But Hold on, I, I want to pause because before we get into that, I wanted to go into a new feature we have on the program, and that's listener of the week. And this, I wish I had the time to post produce this, but our listener of the week this week is Joe Zarbano, mm. and Joe Zarbano gets to be our listener of the week because he has his focus exactly where it should be. Yes, not the ratings, not his product. Our show and who can be a guest on our show. So we're up to three people now, names you would know, who are not allowed on the program or a Blindside Pods program, who would like to be. Yep. That they would otherwise like to be, that they would otherwise listen every single week, and they do currently listen every single week. Right. Um, Just and, like Joe. And there is another prominent personality uh, on, 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 and he, who is a, is a fill-in host that has expressed interest in coming on the podcast. Now, this person is currently not a full-time WEI employee and has told me uh, that he does what he wants um, and even if it's making uh, flip-flops with the mugshot of his co-host. Um and playing in uh, charity basketball tournaments with Rob Bradford right now. Um, so we shall see uh, if, if that manifests. Uh, but yes, Zarbrano... Has the tax bill been paid, though? <laughs> well, no, you're actually... So you're thinking of a different person. I'm, I'm talking about... Oh! Yeah, so no. So by the way, guys... Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about Yeah, by, by the way, guys, uh, you know, if, if for those of you that want to know, and I've been tweeting at me saying, well, what are you talking about with you, with uh, with Mark, with the C. James? You have conversations with him. 
So I had a conversation with Mark with the C James private conversation i actually called in um and uh and he said and his producer told me i think it was john who who, who does some fill-in work when ken is out and he told me uh hey listen uh mark doesn't want to take you on the air but he does want to talk to you off the air so i i i wait and he he comes on the phone um and he he says um something to the extent of you know oh i don't know why you guys are so mean to me you guys would really like me if we ever met in real life i promise you man we would you guys would you guys would love hanging when out was with the me. last time that you liked somebody who said you would like me exactly. if you got exactly never exactly it's like it's kind of like people that tell you how funny they are only people that are really funny tell you how funny they are constantly Right, um, and if you know exactly where on my pussy you need to rub, you don't know where to rub it. <laughs> but um, and then I said, "Well, listen, 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 Mark. Um, this is all a great conversation. I'm not really sure why we couldn't have this on the air. In fact, why don't you just come on our podcast, the Minifan Show, and talk it out?" And you know what his response was? He goes, "Well, you, you know, John. Well." If, if you had to pay in taxes what I had to pay, if you guys were able to pay me for what I just had to pay in taxes, well, then maybe I would come on the show. But, Black you know... <laughs> exact. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, so this motherfucker is... He, he even, even in his private conversations with a random troll parody account that he is obsessed with... He, he tries to flaunt how much money he has because he paid so much money in taxes. He's from our neighborhood, too. Where is he from? Western Mass. That's right. He's Not that we Mass live there anymore. You but know what's funny? That's the when, hometown. When I was growing up on the main streets of, uh, of the Holyoke Mall in Western <laughs> Massachusetts, I would have random people come up to me and you say, uh, they, and actually, you know, big, big, big uh, men of color, black men, they would come up to me and say, hey, listen, you know, you know, hip hop wasn't a big thing in Western Mass until Mark with a C James got me into it. And I, right. and I said to them, you know what? That's incredible. That's a great story. Thank you for your service, Mark, with the C. James. And I the- saw Mark James at JW and Chess King in the Holyoke Mall quite often, and sometimes in the Eastfield Mall. And that was the place to get your urban wear back in the day. And Dream Machine. Every single store selling Jinko jeans back then, they were absolutely saying, if you walked in there, there were posters of Mark James's face on the wall saying, thank you. Mark James, for popularizing hip-hop in the Western Mass area. You are a hero to the people and a true cultural icon. What really pisses me off, beyond Mark James and all the other shit that we're talking about, is this whole Radio.com idiocy. So so after listening to that kind of idiocy of the highest order that Kirk has to deal with, it really just blew my mind, the people that Kirk has to deal with. That, you know, to quote John Ziegler, I was fucking befuddled. Uh, by the absurdity of the clown show level of foolishness. The he fucking was befuddled. Thank you, Ziegler. The fucking corporatized, sanitized, bleach asshole. Uh, that the idea that Kirk should go to Radio.com Sports, like, oh, what? So, so he can, so he can share a station with Brian the White Mamba Scalabrini, uh, or, or the deceptively fast podcast. Oh, oh, oh! You do you get it? Deceptively fast because because it's a white guy who played in the NFL and white guys are deceptively fast. 
Yes, Jesus Christ. I, I would never have gotten that reference until you just said it. It's like a podcast for Albert in Rhode Island, the Deceptively Fast podcast, by the way, that has 92 motherfucking likes on iTunes. We've got more p- fucking likes in the Deceptively Fast podcast. We probably have more fucking listeners. And this podcast gets advertised and plugged nonstop on Radio.com, on every single Radio.com show, Radio.com podcast, all their on-demand audio. Listen to the Deceptively Fast podcast. Jesus makes me fucking sick to my stomach that Jeff Salatosis and Tim Moranfi think that Radio.com Sports is a more viable business option than giving Kirk his own goddamn network so we can talk sports. Oh, listen, listen, think about the promos that they're going to have on Radio.com Sports. So coming up on Radio.com Sports, we talk cleanup and the batting order on the Big Time Baseball Show. And later today... Porn categories on the Kirk Menahan podcast. I mean, Jesus Christ. I want to pull my fucking hair out and rip it in my fucking ears. Jesus. Kirk is out today and special guest host, Maggie Gray. Oh, I fucking makes me lose my mind how short-sighted. And then he's getting pushback to that. that They think that it's a good idea to put him on fucking Radio.com Sports as opposed to giving him his own network. You have no idea these people are stuck in 19 fucking 87 and think that 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 that, that is just this is a, just a little oh we got the little make pretend corner of the digital media but the meat and potatoes that's that's the radio that's that's the terrestrial radio right Complete- I, I don't think this is good radio right Thank now. Thank you doing Curtis. The- Anyway, it it blows my mind. Look at fucking iHeartRadio. They've got Disgraceland podcast on there. Mm-hmm. They've got the stuff you should know podcasts on there. They are making a real oh, actual investment in digital media in podcasting and it's going to pay off for them in dividends and it's not going it's going to bite radio.com and intercom in the ass i guarantee it they've got somebody to build around and they're just refusing to do so so i started listening to it could happen here which is a pretty liberal podcast it's very radical it's about the idea that the second civil war could happen in america but it's it's really gripping and and it's cutting edge and that's the type of stuff you can get at iHeartRadio that you can't get at radio.com. Correct. Yeah, their 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 idea. Listen this listen to their grand idea. These geniuses at radio.com, their grand idea is let's take a failing sports station like WEEI and recreate it with worse shows digitally. <laughs> what? <laughs> what could go wrong? Give me a break. Oh, God. But, but what was your idea? Because as we know, Kirk has limited resources. Now, because as, as Mark Moroso is telling him, he only has, what, 45 minutes in the fucking studio? Like, how much is going Wait, on at Mix? I, uh, I, I, there's nothing I could do because Kirk wants to do his podcast by himself. And it, beyond me, me to say, hey, Kirk, I could make this sound better. Right. What a I mean, dick. I can't believe so, he said that. That that was that was his excuse. That Kurt wants to do a pot. So if you said Kirk, listen, take some ownership. Oh my God, I'm going to school him on how to take ownership and have radio skills. Anyway, anyway. So what would what was your? I know that you tweeted out a solution today to how Kirk could fix as this soon podcast. As he started situation. talking about the fact that he's got 45 minutes in that mixed studio, which sounds like shit, and looking at the Periscope videos that he's done, where the equipment looks like it's east german surplus equipment why can't he just do this in his home so i've been looking at equipment because i'd like to upgrade from the usb mic i have i don't have money now but and and it would cost some money to go from it so this is some inside radio talk 
The mm. microphones we're using now are kind of all in one. They plug directly into your computer. They're called USB mics. A better mic is an XLR mic, and you have to go through an audio interface to get into the computer, but it sounds a lot better. So I've looked at a lot of this stuff. There's no reason that he can't go out and buy something like a Shure SM7B. So that, that microphone is the one that you would see on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's the one that Mike Francesa uses on his app. It's the mic that Michael Jackson used recording Thriller. It's a $400 microphone, and you can find it used probably a little bit cheaper, but around $400. That's not going to break the bank, and I'm sure Intercom yeah, I think Kirk can afford mics. it. You could get a uh, Scarlet... F- uh, I'm forgetting the name of these things, but you could get an audio interface for about $150. That would be the one I'd recommend because it has two inputs. And if you wanted to have a guest on in your home studio, you could do it that way. If you want to have one input, it's about $90. Dynamic mics require a lot of gain. So you buy a cloud lifter. That's another $150. So we're talking about $300, 300 plus 400. That is 700. Mm-hmm. $700, $700, $800, $700, $800. bucks. You know, less than a thousand bucks, and he could do this from the comfort of his own home. But here's, if you have here's a, a good p- dynamic mic. You don't have to treat the room. Correct. It would sound like you're in a studio, and because it sounds like shit as it is now, how could it be any worse? You're in your own home. You can do it anytime you want to. You don't have to deal with the boneheads in Brighton. Problem solved. Two problems. Number one. I don't think there is a reality on this planet where Kirk Menahan wants Mark Moroso Jr. coming into his house. Well, he's S- not going to be the producer much longer. <laughs> well, hey. Second problem. There is no way on this planet that Kirk would figure out how to turn any of this shit on and click record. I, I'm sorry. I love Kirk. And I know that everybody gives on me for kicking it, kissing his ass. Uh, Steve Robinson today, I think, what did he say? That if Kirk, that, that, if, that, 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 that I would, yeah. that if Kirk talked about, you know, fucking, you know, you know, science or clouds or some shit that I would say he, that he missed his calling in astrophysics or some shit like that. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, by, but by the, the problem way, with Steve waiting is for he... Steve to get back to us, by the way, ask Howie if you can come on our show, Steve, cause I'm, I, I would love to have you on. Um, but I would, I don't appreciate that comment, Steve. He's a poor man's virgin boy and Sandy was a better producer. Oh, okay. So, Hey, uh, and I know that cut him deep today. <laughs> yeah. Your comment, your comment. So there's no way that Kirk would figure out how to do any of this stuff. Um, if he would allow me, I would go to his home. I'd set it up for him. <laughs> I'd be a good boy. Kirk doesn't... We're, we're two nobodies, and you think Kirk's going to invite you to his home? I don't think there's... There's no There's no. There's no. This way. is not, I want to watch Game of Thrones with you. This is, <laughs> I would be willing to set this up and get the hell out. <laughs> that's right. That's I right. won't talk to you. If you need help, if you need somebody... You know what? I don't even have to go there. If you need to talk through the instructions on how to do it, I'll do it. I don't even have to go there. We do there. it on FaceTime. I, FaceTime. Don't, I don't need to drive up there. I don't need to be in the home. I don't need to talk to him. I'm just throwing out I could help you. Problem number three is that th- this is about you know, uh, you know, eight-tenths of the way to uh, Glenn Ordway in the attic territory. And I think Kirk wants to avoid that stigma at all costs, seeing as it worked out so terribly for Ordway. Uh, even though I think Ordway was a little bit ahead of his time, that if Ordway, that if Glenn tried to do something similar to that now, I think it could actually work. I think now that's the problem a difference. with Ordway's show, and, and I listened to the show, because I liked, I liked the old big show, 
his problem was you could get what Ordway was delivering elsewhere without having to go through the work of listening to that. And and by the yeah. end, it was him and Greg Murphy. It wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, no, you're right. It wasn't great. Um, but I do think that it was something that was at least innovative for the time. And, yeah. And if it was, you know, I think it was also, you know, I think I think it was a little like about ten years behind its time. I Dan think- Patrick started his show in his attic. Correct. At first, for about I think the first six months to a year, they were doing it at his house. And to be fair, I think that you know he still probably has the same number of listeners that he did when he was in his attic. I'm not sure who listens to that drivel, that that complete garbage. Uh, people like in Springfield or in flyover country dummies, yeah, yeah. P- AM P- stations in New Rochelle, things like that. They're blasted out to a million affiliates. People listen it, listen to it for you know five minutes, and then they change the channel, and that's it. It's National Sports Radio doesn't work because sports in general is a localized thing. You have passion for the local team, but it's a lot like watching the baseball game of the week. It's Minnesota versus the Angels, and I'm in Boston. I don't care about watching a neutral team. I have to listen to a neutral show if it's national nature, unless the national show is delivering something that is very, very different than what I'd get elsewhere. It's cookie cutter, BS, you know, same old, same old, blah, 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 blah. Big voice, yuck, 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 jock sniffing, you know, taint munching bullshit. That's all it is. It's it's boring. It bores me it's to right no end. clones. Yeah, it bores me to no end. And 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 anybody who 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 listens to that, you need to be fucking lobotomized. Or maybe they already are if they're if they're interested in well, shit like that. There are people that. who listen to it because they don't have something otherwise. You know, back in the day in Hartford and Springfield. Because it's safe. It's safe. That's yeah. why people listen to it. Because they listen to it because it's safe. They listen they to it. Or they don't have anything else. They don't have anything else, and there's a lot of bores out there. I mean, just 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 look at some of the podcasts on our network. There's a lot of boring people out there that like just like like boring shit and just want their vanilla. They want to wake up, drink their instant coffee, go to fucking work. Yeah, thanks. You know, come home, watch PTI, listen to a podcast, jerk off, and die. That's that's all they want to do in life, and that's just boring, 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 boring. Right. We've got some uh, uh, because we had to improvise. We had a, or I came up with an idea. I'll take credit. This was my idea. Uh, and if it doesn't work, he's just a nobody. That's right. I'm just a nobody if it doesn't work. Um, so Kirk did a while back a Anatomy of a Bad podcast, and that was with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Was that correct? Correct. And uh, and it, I thought it went pretty well. Now, the, the, the funny part about the Anatomy of a Bad podcast um, is that it was a podcast with Kirk, and Kirk was critiquing his own podcast. We don't have that luxury because Dickerson uh, big-timed us again, big-time Dickerson, um, or Big Dick Dickerson. And uh, But I did have an idea. Since Kirk's direct competition is a podcast called The Deceptively Fast Podcast with what's that fucker's name? name? Seth Payne. Seth Payne. Seth Payne. Where did he work? He used to be a football player. He, I mean, where did he play football? Oh, I just figured that that was a fake radio name. Oh, let me look Hiding behind the, the veil of anonymity. Hiding behind the veil! <laughs> Seth Payne. Let's look it up here. Do, 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 do. I've never heard of the guy. Seth. Clearly, I'm not big into sports. Oh, I, that sounds that that sounds to me like a fucking made up bullshit radio name. If I've ever, it, it, you know, oh, oh, Seth, bring in the pain, Seth Payne. <laughs> um, he was a defensive football tackle. He and now hosts a local radio show. Going to his Wikipedia page, he he looks like exactly what you'd expect a guy like him to look like. Number ninety-one defensive tackle, weight three hundred and three pounds. What a fat ass! Six four, Jesus, short and fat for a football player. 
Um, which re- which reminds me, I got some new sound drops when Mark Moroso comes in. He played for the Jaguars, Texans, and Jaguars again to finish his career. I'm sorry, uh, I haven't been past the fact that he's he hosts a show called Mad Radio. Did he show us a show called Mad Radio? Yeah. Did, I'm he not hosts seeing a that. morning show for Sports Radio 610 called Mad Radio. Oh, God. I can just imagine. I'm sure that they give you the time and temperature uh, without fail. And, and they've got probably 16 guests a fucking hour, a show like that. Uh, I mean, what, what they, they, they're probably bringing you great content. It's like, oh, it's like, uh, what was what was the one that the Francesa replacement, OBM or OMB or what the fuck CMB. was? CMB. CMB, right? CMB, which sounds like a type of BDSM porn. Yeah. yeah it, 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 that's I can I can only imagine the amount of guests that this drivel that that his show would have on. So our idea was to um, do a Anatomy of a Bad podcast with the Deceptively Fast podcast with Seth Payne. Oh. I- I'm a cool guy. This picture doesn't look fat. My intro music is awesome. It's better than the one that Mark Morosa. Hey, <laughs> you're all right. The house sitting there when I found out. Listen to that audio quality. Just, just yelling like you would have thought I was on the, on the field on game day. That was Baker Mayfield describing what happened when he found out that it's Odell like he's Beckham recording Jr. on a fucking tin can to the Cleveland Browns. Surely Jarvis Landry was a little bit more subdued in his Slurring. response. I just cried. I call him. Um, I, I talked to he's John. Playing, I cried with John. Recording from his phone. Uh, I cried with Freddie. You know, I mean, that's right. He like, is. You know, that's I know exactly for me. So, mind that, you, can you pause it for a second? Uh, so, so by the way, a, by the way, this podcast um, has had fifty-two episodes. Uh, started in 2018, <laughs> and it has a impressive, impressive number of, of uh, ratings, 92 ratings, very, very impressive, getting up there with the big boys like Trash Talk, which I think has in the, in well into the hundreds, and the Minifan Show, which has almost 160 uh, ratings, uh, but this guy, um, with 52 episodes, doing a podcast for, for, you know, from starting in 2018, 92, so good job there, uh, good job there, Seth, um, but let's continue, I, I'm interested into what, what he, uh, what his pitches to get us interested in this podcast player but you know as a person you know he's definitely he's somebody that my life needs you know so oh hell what am i gonna do criticize you guys i'm excited for browns fans oh he's browns. so edgy uh, he's gonna criticize got football a full players calendar year before they become insufferable to us all especially if they have success but right now the browns are the favorites in the afc north according to vegas oh this hard is hard arguing edgy. against it you look at that team on paper and I'm really, gonna say it. One of the I only think the Browns are going to win the Central. He's talking the exactly betting lines. That's edgy. Coach, He's acknowledging betting exists. It comes to dealing with Odell Beckham Jr. and a host of other characters on that team that John Dorsey has uh, heaved oh, onto God. his lap. This is so awful. Can you skip forward to the part that that fifteen keys? Fifteen not, seconds. Uh, not literally, forward. of course, because I don't think any of these guys are uh, violent criminals other than allegedly Kareem Hunt. Anyway, he's still talking about. Okay, here we go. We gotta get into a lot of stuff. I've been gone a while. Listen to this. To everybody, I know you've heard ads on radio.com over and over and over again, and uh, and and those are getting a little unbearable for me. I, yeah. I, I tuned in to listen to Mike Francesa yeah. the other day, and I heard an ad for myself, and and I thought, I'm not uh, what? What the fuck is going on here? That he is talking, he's this guy with 92, 92 ratings. On fucking iTunes has never done. I looked him up, by the way, on Chartables. He's never fucking cracked the top 200 in his life. This podcast has. He never has. And he is getting 
He is getting publicity and advertisements out the fucking hee-haw to go on to to the point that Radio.com is advertising on fucking Mike Francesa's on-demand audio for his show. And Kirk is talking about today that a guy named Blobe, this parody (laughs) account who we love. I love you, Blobe. I love you. But the back that he's saying that Blobe has given him more publicity than his own company has ever given him. It's fucking it, it, it makes me insane insane how stupid these people are i'm gonna be a little edgy now I'm, I'm gonna say that i think that it's possible andrew luck might be fragile and could possibly end up injured i said it and i stand behind what i said all this right. sporty R. McKenzie, this guy, he is the real life sporty R. McKenzie. You know, if he, if he first of all, first of all, his fucking, he used to be 303 pounds, so his fucking skin flaps probably hang over his dick, so he might as well have fucking cut it off. By and the he's way. lost 150 pounds because yeah. this guy does he's, not yeah, look fat. Exactly. Now, so see, he's got, you know, he's he got the fucking flying squirrel skin bag fucking draped around his ass, and and he clearly is is the most boring ass dude. And and you know what, you know what, guys, you know what, you know what, Radio.com management says. Let's plug his podcast so much to the point that he can be off the podcast. Because, by the way, guys, he took a break between December. I'm sorry. I think it was January. January. Something like three months he took off of his podcast because he had fucking, a fucking bronchitis or sinus infection. So, so time, out for, time out for a second. Have you looked on iTunes to see who his guest was just before this one? No. Episode 51. God. With Mike Lombardi? Mike Lombardi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why are you, why is the universe so cruel? So this is this this guy is really he's he's thinking well ahead. Here's the description here. Seth is surprisingly amped about the AAF, of course a league that went out of business. Mike Lombardi explains why emulating the Patriots isn't all that simple. So, remember, remember people, listeners in listener land. Listen up dinglings, wheels up in 15 minutes. This motherfucker has gotten Probably a hundred times the advertising and the publicity that Kirkman, who is infinitely Holy like it's, it, we're not even talking on the same planet. This guy, this guy is a this guy is you know how they say that all of your toothbrushes have fecal matter on them. This guy is a piece of fecal matter on a fucking toothbrush compared to so, the compared to the shit that Kirk puts l- out. Let's go through let's go through some of these guests. Episode fifty one, Mike Lombardi. Episode 48, Mike Lombardi. Episode 46, <laughs> Mike Lombardi. No. Episode 45, Mike Lombardi. No, you're, fu- you're fucking with me. Mike Lombardi. No, 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 no. You're fucking with me. 43, Sean Pendergrass. 42, Ross Tucker. 41, Mike Lombardi. Uh, you see, you're lying. You're lying. No. Episode 38, Mike no. Lombardi. Episode 36, Mike Lombardi. Episode 35, <laughs> Mike Lombardi. Episode 34, Mike Lombardi. <laughs> So sometimes Sean Pendergrass is also here. Episode 32, Mike Lombardi. John Butchergrass. Episode 30, Mike Lombardi. Episode 29, Mike Lombardi. Episode 28, Mike Lombardi. Episode 27, Sean Pendergrass, pick of the week. Hail Mary, full of grace. I I wanted to, I was thinking about like a a listen along. Let's just go to episode 26. Before we start, I'm going to introduce you to uh, Garrett, the web guy. Garrett, what's up? 
Garrett from, from, uh, from our normal job at Sports Radio 610. Garrett's the guy that comes in every now and then and weighs in on like comic book stuff, mm-hmm. soccer, mm-hmm. kicking, and yeah. other things. So he's here. He's here mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. me feel comfortable. <laughs> he's like a little, um, uh, like my- to make him feel comfortable. What is this? You guys need a safe word. Oh, do 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 Seth? Do you need a little safe word? Seth, we'll release it tomorrow with a few other conversations with other people. I want to get it out to the masses. To the people, I care about you. So please, if you have you clearly yet, don't subscribe. You clearly don't care about any of us. You are. They play this. They now. play this for people in Guantanamo Bay when they alternate between. It's a small world. They play this podcast around the league. Really good interview. We got a lot of great feedback from today. Michael is, uh, even though I disagree with his opinions at time, uh-huh. is freaking brilliant. Oh, uh, they the disagree mind. with each other. DEC. They disagree and with each other. Are just hey, beyond hey, care. If you buy his book, Gridiron Genius, uh, you'll very much enjoy it. If you're looking for some football reading, it's <laughs> got McKenzie and I love you. Al Davis, how is, Bill Parcells, and it's just a, a highly and well curated, it's a, 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 curated well curated um, book. Of his life in the NFL and his philosophy about way things should operate, etc. But please enjoy this interview. It was a really good one. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Did you guys know Sky's back? My name's so Seth Payne. I played in the NFL. And what he, he does is he takes interviews from his radio show, Mad Radio, and just throws it on. Executive and author of the book Gridiron Genius that I'm working my way through. Michael, I, I'm enjoying this book tremendously, uh, and there's 20 different things I'd want to talk about, but I, I think we do have to talk about Deshaun Watson, obviously, at some point in this interview. Oh, my God. I'm reading the part about Al Davis and what he looked for. <laughs> Yes. So I'm yes! trying to figure out exactly what Al Davis would have thought of Deshaun Watson because he's not he's not prototypical in terms of size and what. This is a guy who's using words he that he doesn't really know what they mean. He the just wants to sound smart. I'm sorry, having a fucking fettuccine with Al Davis. About Deshaun was the day he was in high school as a freshman. He became the starting quarterback at his high school. And it wasn't a podunk high school. It wasn't where they were playing eight-man football. It was a legitimate Georgia high school big-time program. And then the minute he goes to Clemson. Show me how you wiggle in those jeans. And, he, and that's a big-time program. And so to me. I love, I love how when Mike Lombardi talks, it just, it, it, to me, it's, it, I, just, I just get made smarter when I listen to him talk. I, there's not a cloud or an impression of arrogance at all. He, In fact, he seems like a guy that is a guy that you could have a beer with and a guy that has a very good self-deprecating sense of humor, doesn't think himself to be serious or smart or a genius. As, as Kirk said, as I listened to, I listened to Kirk's podcast when Kirk, uh, when, when radio consultants say that you need to talk loud sometimes, which is that's how real people talk. So um, let's continue listening to Mike Lombardi. The, the pedigree of who Deshaun Watson was as a young man would have spurred Al's interest. His ability to throw the ball deep down the field, like the throw to Will Fuller, you know, interceptions for Al. Would I have never to disagree with this because with. Al's not available for comment. The ball vertically mm. down the field. I think Al would have really liked Deshaun and his ability the to make plays and his style of play. Now, I thought Deshaun played way the better. A gap, the B gap, the week from week one. Mike, how important was it for them to get off to a fast start? Football. 
you know, the Texans just shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, they ah, just yeah, get that's right. First and ten, first Mike, 20, what do you think about the AOC period account being taken down? They have too many stupid <laughs> penalties on drives. They don't take care of the details. And really, that was a game that was there for the team. Mike, who's likable more? Away. Uh, Linda Pizzuti Mike, or Bob Kraft? I wonder about is, and you can tell me if I'm if I'm crazy on this. I'm going to lay out. A oh, are you crazy? I don't think I don't think Seth that whatever question you ask, he's going to think you're crazy. Safe bet, Seth. To the Tennessee 38 yard line. This is what they do. They go screen that is some weak to Will ass feces. They go screen to Hopkins. Then they do a deep pass when Deshaun's under pressure. Incomplete pass. They have to. What punch. a crazy question! My issue with that is sometimes I feel like the, the coaching staff here, maybe the quarterback too, they don't look at these games holistically. The Texans ran the ball really well on Sunday, and to me, when you get the ball to the 38 yard oh line, my God, a this is one question. You want to mix we we need to do the, the Seth Payne challenge with this the guy. Perfect play against the perfect defense, right. and instead they end up going tunnel screen, right. tunnel screen pass. Right. What do you think oh my about God, that sequence he's still of plays going. and just like the philosophy that goes into it? I, I think this. I think you know. To me, there's always a point in the game where you got to four one eleven for my anniversary, and then somebody's in the seven one five one eleven. Chris, a lot of ones here. How many ones you can do? Jesus Christ! I can't handle this anymore. He has this Mark James itis about he puts on a certain tone to sound like he's saying something but he doesn't ever say anything and i think that's the thing that got kirk in trouble when mike lombardi bailed on the show the first time he wasn't saying anything i don't even really care what this guy's saying i just want people to walk away with this i don't care if you like this podcast or you hated it don't give a shit what i want you to remember is that that show radio.com devoted real legitimate advertising time and dollars to when they have not given a cent, a fucking scintilla of advertising or promotion to Kirk Menahan's podcast. Guy's not even a person in my mind. I don't even think, I don't even think, I think he's he's like a hemorrhoid is really more uh, on par compared to his, his ability to be a sentient human being. And this is podcasting from 2008. Yes. Taking a clip from my radio show, throwing it up on the feed and expecting people to listen to it. Yes. And, and he is getting advertising and publicity out the wazoo um so um that's really i mean to me it it just it just shows the leadership and the lack of visibility i'm not even really so much upset that they don't want our podcast on the network um but it's more so the fact and the the, la- the judgment that something like that could be um w- would be would be would be held up to esteem right yeah, th- this is just ridiculous. Anyway, that's all I... I mean, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. Nothing else. I think we've kind of said a little bit of nothing. We had no plan. We just uh, dicked around a little bit. I had fun. I hope you had fun. If you I, don't like this, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think, I, I, think I, I, I took about you know 16 minutes off my life with this podcast with the amount of... Uh, yeah, you're a little worked up. Yeah. I, I'm just... going to talk about that. Yeah, I know. we got some anger issues to work through. Um, it's okay. I've got my kickball league to look forward to, um, which you were making fun of me for. That I'm in a, I'm a yeah. grown man. I'm a 27 year old man. You're a grown in the kickball man. League. You're playing kickball. It's a fun kickball league. We all go out afterwards. We have drinks. It's a good time. Everybody hangs out. A lot of attractive. When does the tether bar league start? <laughs> well, you know what? The Dungeons and Dragons league was filled up already. So you'd be better be happy that I joined the kickball league instead of that one. So, um, yeah. So guys, if uh, one other thing I want to add. Um, 
if you like this podcast more than bullshit um, and, and, and verbal herpes like the Deceptively Fast podcast or any of the other drivel, um, Brian Scalabrini and the like coming out of that, that Seth, or the Taz cesspool show. or the Taz show, which actually or does- Or the Dork podcast. Yeah, or the Dork podcast. Please give us a, a rating. Um, make sure that you're subscribed if you're not subscribed and make sure that you do download um, the podcast. That helps. Again, thank you guys. I actually do uh, sincerely want to thank everybody for, for, for taking the time to, uh, to listen and for the success that we've had for the 100,000 downloads. And this is episode 20, which is pretty right. quite the achievement. So so 20 episodes in, and we are um, we are a, a nay. We're only 80 episodes are, away from the Kirk podcast. I was about to say, we are, we are only a mere 80 episodes away from having the great Kirk, Seamus, Sporty, R. Mackenzie Minahan grace this podcast. So guys, stay tuned. I, I want to let you know you have no clue what goes on w, down at W-E-E-F. <laughs> ¶¶